Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. And believe it or not, it's Simcha Cohen on the air in, in the, in, in here. I, a fully and live and uh, live. You, that's live. Right. Yes, it's been a little bit, a little bit of a, of a, a holiday break. Baruch Hashem, I have I have a lot of people depending on me, so it, it wasn't always easy to work things out, meeting this that. But my heart was always here, and at, from eight to nine, wherever I was, whatever I was doing, I wasn't really very, wasn't very happy being where I was. But we're back on the air, and you know what, Nisim. I wanted to take the bull by the horns because I I was so I was so shocked I was like so upset that someone is talking to to my wife about the fact that her kids in a class and they have a bullying problem and they're working they want to find somebody that could come and deal with a problem of bullying in in school and I said, I said, but why isn't the school taking care of it? In other words, why is a parent calling to bring somebody from the outside to come in to intervene? I, to me, it makes no sense because if the school has to pay for heat, if the school has to pay to have chairs and books and pencils and everything, because those are the essentials of what a school needs to do, then you you have a situation where a kid is not going to school or a kid is upset or a kid is, 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 is anxious because they're being bullied and the school is, is kind of like putting their hands up and saying, well, well, we don't know what to do. And I was shocked that a school would do that. That's A. And B, I, I, I realized, you know what? The problem doesn't go away. And the fact that I stopped talking about it so much was a big mistake because the problem doesn't go away because there are a lot of kids out there that are being victimized, are feeling lousy, are going to school, which is where they spend most of their day, and they're feeling lousy. And, and we, have to, we have to talk about it again. We have to sound out about it and shout out about it, and we have to really really create a zero tolerance for such a thing. Zero tolerance. It's, 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 it's crazy. That's uh, why you are here, you know? That's, you know, that's what we're talking about so many times. You know, we spoke yesterday, we had a guest here, Rabbi Kasim. I spoke about how people getting out of the derech, you know, how we going to the kids getting out of the derech. And we, the, the, really the main conclusion comes that somebody aired them. Somebody right. aired them, you know. And I think that they uh, 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 Radio from the day one, I think that was just coming and just talking about it. And if you need the help, you need this advice, you always can call to the Dr. Simcha and all the, the other stuff uh, the other stuff that here, and we, we have it. And you know what? You know what? I think that, that there's so much mental health and all of the issues of anxiety and this and that. I'm a really, I'm a bottom line guy. There are great therapists that are dealing with anxiety and with, with mental disorders. I really want to focus on how to make kids feel better. And what you said, Nisim, is so true. Rejection, rejection is the one thing that is the most dangerous thing 
that a person could go through. I had once a boy I was talking to. He was 16 years old. And he shocked me because he was off the derech. And he tells me, there's a wedding tonight I'm going to go to. I said, what shaykhs do you have to this wedding? Because that person was my fourth grade teacher. And he told me that I'm a loser and I'm not going to amount to anything. And I want to go to his wedding and I want to, in his face, in his simcha, I want to tell him, you were right. Look what you said. You predicted right. Look at what it became of me. I said, Samir Cheshbin, fourth grade, 10 years old. I tell you, no, this, no, boy, this boy is a winner. Old. Yeah. He's a winner. And the minute they get, he realizes it. He's a winner. He's not a loser. But unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, he got the message from too many people. Yeah. And, and, it's, it's, kids need to know. They need to know that, that Hashem doesn't reject anybody. Hashem doesn't reject anybody. The, 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 it says, even where it says a person can't do tshuva, it says, can't do tshuva. All the Rishonim say that doesn't mean they can't do tshuva. It means that they don't have siyat They have to break through the wall. But if the person has the audacity, like 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 Menashe Amelech, to go and say, you know, even though I did everything I wanted to do tshuva, Hashem of course accepts tshuva. We're Hashem's children, so we, if we're machanchim, if we're teachers, if we're if we're moras, if we're if we're parents, and we're looking at our kids, how can we look at our kids any different than Hashem looks at us? It, 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 if, if a kid does something wrong, that means we have to, of course, we have to deal with what the child's doing wrong. Of course, we have to give consequences. But the bottom line is, when we wake up the next day, when we breathe our next breath, Baruch is telling us, I love you, We, we we reject kids and we, we we let kids feel like they they're not good enough and they don't and and they don't and and, and and they don't belong. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible feeling to feel like you don't belong. It's the most lonely feeling. And children generally will put it in on themselves, and they'll think it's their fault. In the beginning. They don't understand. But as soon as they realize that they're not acting, they'll put it in on themselves. And they'll say that they're just they're just not worth anything. You know what? I, I you know I found I found that people that really people that reject somebody else, they don't love themselves. They they don't. They don't love themselves and they don't understand what it means, you know, what it means to hug somebody or to to to, to bring people close to them. Just just Giving themselves such a, a, a kind of fence around it that they're pushing around so so this and this is basically bullying uh, and this is what the, the the issue that we talk, we're talking about so much about it that how to create love to yourself and to to realize what you are what you are what is your, the problem you know because denial is the most the, the worst enemy of right. of, of people but you know that's exactly it. 
And you know, there's a, a, a very, a, by the way, our call in number is 718 And uh, our text in is 347-927-8398. I have a very, I have a favorite statement that I, someone said, hurt people, hurt people. People that are hurt are those that hurt people. Yeah. And that's the bottom line. I, I, you know, it's like the Chachamim said, Aposel Memum Aposel. That's right. That's right. It's, if and, you, and and, <laughs> it's amazing. And you know something? You know something that, that I, 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 if a, a person is not settled in themselves, then, then, they, then they can't, then they can't allow themselves to love somebody else because mm-hmm. they feel their own, they feel their own ne- negativity, and 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 you know, one of the hardest things for a rebbe or for a teacher, someone said, "Don't take it personally when a kid misbehaves." So you know what? There's nothing more personal than teaching. The teachers, the moras, the rebbe's—they prepare so much, they sacrifice so much to teach. They could be out in the world making money, business, sacrifice so much to teach. And it's personal. It's very personal. But when they say don't take it personally, what what we say is that the, the child doesn't realize and all the child needs, the child needs is love. And for every bad story, there are 10 beautiful stories. And there are two, there are two Ways we need to look at this. We can look at it that kids get destroyed by rebellion, but we can also look at it that kids get built up by rebellion. This should give encouragement to every Rebbe and every Mora that they have no idea. By the way, this boy, he used to go learn with Rabbi Brudni. The Rosh Hashiva, Mir Yeshiva, used to go take out of his lunch break and used to sit and learn with this boy. Whatever the boy did, that that was. And the funny thing is, this this Rebbe, third grade Rebbe, was too good for this boy, but Rebbe Brudney wasn't. Rebbe Brudney was, was was fine to learn with him. The Rosh Yeshiva, the, 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 they're showing us. They're showing us the way. I I I once sat had the opportunity to sit with the Novominsk Rebbe. And I was talking about Inyan. He took on the case of a private student they never heard of in his entire life, as if it was a nine one one call of a, of a building on fire. But but we all have to be the Novominsky Rebbe in our own little world. We all have to be able to, and, and we have to not be afraid to stand up in situations that we see are wrong. And, and we have to not be afraid to stand up to, to, to people that, that are bullied. I got some text. Ah, oh, thank you. It's good to be back. Okay. It, it, so if there's nothing... There's nothing that's more relevant to kids than this. Because you know what? person goes to a workplace, they get bullied, so they leave their work. Okay? 
I was once in a board meeting in a school, a very prestigious school, and the president of the board was a bully. And he said to one of the board members, the board, right, right. And the, and, and, and the board member, one of the board members said something, and he said, you shut up and sit down. And the guy said, what? He goes, that's right. He goes, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. And he left. He says, I don't have to be on the board. You bully me? He goes, why? You can't leave. He goes, I can leave. Adults can leave. Kids can't leave. They can't leave school. They can't they switch another class. What are they going to do? They can't leave life. You know, the, the, problem, the problem that we were talking about here is if when we're discussing the knowledge, the foundation of the system, it's, 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 it's collapse for us. We know that the system. Yep. It's really know that the system. And this is something that's very important to all of us. And when we are in, in, in a position that we can help people to help to clear the doubt, It's it's so important. And you know something? We say you kill you kill the kid. They, the 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 Torah says the Torah says that if a person is mevayesh somebody, then it's they, it's been they're killing them. That 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 that's what the Torah says. Yeah, I want to tell you that my mic was off, so just not going. Uh, oh, but my, anyway, your mic anyway, was off the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, not all the time, but you know, said about the. It's so important to to build the the boy, the girl. The kids to build them to it, or you know, self confidence, and just not to destroy this. You know, this destroy them. It's the worst enemy. Okay, and, and so we have a caller. We have a caller. Hi, you're on the air. Uh, hi. Thank how, you for taking my call. My pleasure. How 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 are you? What what do you what do you have to say about our topic tonight? Um, I just want to say that I'm very, very, very against bullying. And whenever, let's say, I, I have a new kid in my class, whenever I see someone, like, even being a drop me, I, like, take her out of the classroom, take her to the gym, play with her. Like, like it's not nice to, like, a new new person or, like, any person just to, like, bother them for nothing. Do, first of all, I'm so, so thrilled that you're my first caller because I'm so thrilled that the first call is from somebody setting the example that I want to set. How old are you? Almost 12. You're almost 12. I thought you were a teenager. A 12-year-old who normally is very involved in themselves and you're thinking about other people, you must come from a very nice family. And you must come from a family that gives you all the right messages because you know what? You will see in your life, Hashem is going to pay you back so many times for the chesed that you're doing. Because you're saving people's lives. When you go into, when someone goes into a new place or someone feels rejected and you're going and you're giving them life, you have no idea. You have no idea. When you need Hashem to give you a boost, you're going to feel Hashem's hand underneath you holding you up. I promise you. I promise you. Thank you. Okay. What a beautiful call. Thank you so much for calling. You keep it up and you, you promote the program, Zero Tolerance. We against bullying we are only supportive thanks a lot thank you for my call thank you you see this this uh, that's uh, beautiful this is really something that we are happy to see that take an action take that's an right. action you gotta take just an you know you must take you know you stand don't stay bypass and when you see somebody bullying other kids just you have to take an action and don't be afraid don't, don't be, be afraid. afraid don't be afraid because you, know, you know what the empty uh, an egg has the hard shell 
but it's inside is it's soft. A bully puts up a hard shell because he's protecting the inside that there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there. And don't be afraid. Because you know what? There there's there, there's there are very there are many, many ways. And if if you think that a kid has power to destroy your life in school, we, it won't happen. People, we won't let it happen. You have to bring it to the attention of adults. I have some good suggestions about how to do it, but one of the first suggestions that I have is every class out there has to, within themselves, create a zero tolerance for bullying. There are a lot of nice kids out there. So you need to talk about it amongst yourselves. If you see that there's one kid that hogs the basketball court, see there's one kid that makes another kid feel bad, you have to stop. You have to tell them, we don't want this in our class. You know, the, uh, but you see something that we, we're talking about uh, kids bullying kids, but also sometimes, unfortunately, we see adults bullying kids. And adults and, bullying adults. And uh, Yeah. and But before I said adults can move around, you know, but kids that under your power, and this is the, the basically the attention to the teachers. Uh, and every place teachers, it doesn't matter if it's uh, in a public school, if it's uh, in, a, in a church school, or if it's any, any place that you can create a monster, That's really right. monster. You know, I, I, our, the history is full of this kind of monsters. And, 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 and you know, you, that, that is history. Uh, that, that's histories. And you see, you see, can, you can see that these videos about all these kind of murderer that coming you know floating here and you see where they come from the unfortunate thing is also when adults have that control it creates a environment where the kids feed into it and so the, the you you will have kids that will comply and they'll feed into it and then they'll the eventually they'll wake up and they'll realize that 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 they're being bullied or they're being controlled, and that's when they that's when they turn around, and that's when they say, "I don't have to do this anymore." Yeah, you know, if Hashem wanted, Hashem could get us to do anything. If person spoke lashonara, if our tongues would stick to the top of our mouths every time we spoke lashonara for a half hour, so we we would stop. Okay, if a person would. Would, would 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 get punished immediately, they would stop. But Hashem wants us to grow. When you bully people, when you push people into it, you might get them to do what you want once or twice. And you might get them to do what you want as long as you're there, but as soon as you leave, there's no loyalty. There's no loyalty. Those are not real friends. You think one of the biggest, most common things that I get is kids will say, but but the bully has the most friends. But those aren't real friends. Those are not real friends. I want to tell you something happened to me this this Yom Kippur. Basically, somebody uh, bullied me big time. Right. And uh, I found it from a friend. Oh, you saw the video about you and all this stuff. And very, very, uh, and even even if, let's say that I, I'm total wrong, but something that what happened, it's, it's unbelievable. And I come to Yom Kippur, and I said to myself, this is the best present that I have had. Wow. I'm telling you this. I was so happy in Yom Kippur. In the beginning, it was hurting me. But I said, you know what? 
I have to send a present to this guy because right now, so many schuyot, so many okay. things come Here to me, and I was it. really, really bo- so happy. And I, I'll, I'll later the show I'll, I'll, after the show I'll show you what what is what right. what happened with this. Right. It's it's really amazing. I will. I was really happy, and it's 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 amazing to to understand and that, that really a kadosh baruch is sending us some present. That's that that's right. And and being able to be mochel and being able to forgive is the biggest present. It's the biggest present. To, to, you know, that's that's really that's really key. Hi, we have a call. Hi, you're on the air. Yes, hi. Uh, this is not necessarily regarding um, bullying, but it could be very relevant. One of the things is that I think the parents and teachers um, they should be very vigilant if they see changes in behavior of the kids. So it shows that something is bothering them. Like I work in a special ed school, and I saw a very, very good boy with learning problems that he's always behaving very good. Um, he's misbehaving. So I started to talk to him, see what's going on. And then he says that I don't like to come to this school because his school is um, very far to his house. He has to travel a lot. And uh, I want to go somewhere near my house and continue, continue. The bus comes late. I spend so much time there. My brothers go to a different school. I want to go there. And, and that's why I'm, I'm uh, hanging out with such and such boy, for example, Chaim, and I'm making trouble, you know. And I see that, you know, uh, he's ditching class. He's doing, uh, you know, other kind of trouble. So um, some some teachers might or parents might think that what is going on? Why is he misbehaving? Being harsh on them and punishing them, but any change of behavior means something. So 100%. maybe the kid is being bullied, 100%. and the parents have to be very vigilant. Thank you very you much. That's, that's a really good point. I appreciate the point, and that's true. Any change of behavior, and I think that the most important point that you're making is that whenever we see anything happen, the first thing that we have to say is why. We have to ask the kid, ask ourselves why, and we can't take for granted. And if we would ask why, most of the times we would get answers that would help us solve the problems. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, so you so much, much for a great brother. point. And you it's, know, you know, it's very important. That, but very. again, again, the, the question like this: Are we sensitive enough? That's the you know because when you you, you have to feel the feel that that something is misbehaving, you know, something like this, you know, something happened. But the thing is like this. The question, are we sensitive enough? I don't think that there's anything called being too sensitive. When you're talking about a, 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 every person, the Torah has rules, okay? And the Torah says that they never, they, they never enacted a din mavet, a bet din. Never happened. Why? Why? So this never never enacted because the the objective is to find out why and and to and to and I had in one situation where I had a question. I went to Chamaruch Zatzal and I asked him a question. The person came to me for therapy and it was therapy and the guy was admitting to me terrible avirot. I said, Am I allowed to do therapy? He said you have a din? I said, I don't have witnesses. He says, then you can't believe him. Then if he tells you, don't believe him and love him and help him and treat him and, and, and work with him. I said, I, 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 really? He said, that's the halacha. And Adam, Mesimat, Torah, Yeah. 
person is not Naaman in himself. And and to show you how the Galut and the greatness of, of how a tzaddik thinks, this person turned his whole life around. If I would have rejected him, if I would have told him, I can't take your case because you just, the things that you're telling me are too difficult and too too terrible to, to, to deal with, then he would have just lived out his life that way. And and there's nothing called too sensitive. I have some text here. First of all, I want to just remind uh, all of you guys uh, to add some problem, just uh, call us, uh, 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. And we have, uh, is it true that most bullying cases are uh, the bully uh, issue with himself? I would say not most, all, all of them. All of them. All Definitely of them. all of them. Definitely all of them. And they probably also, uh, there's there's bullying in their life. Somebody is bullying them also. That they, 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 They're coming from a place where they were bullied or they're being bullied. Because and that's why I, I when I deal with the cases, I don't say smash the bully. I say help the bully. Find out what the bully needs help just as much as the kid. The kid that's getting bullied, well, well God willing, be okay. You have to worry about the one who's doing the bullying also. <laughs> this is this is this is so important. This is so important. Um you know, how come I can't get my texts over here? I'm not not Let me just check. I have to I'm very not computer savvy. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, I'm getting it. Okay. All right, I, I'm I'm like I'm like a little bit of a, of a, of two left hands when it comes to computers, but uh, but you know something you could tell when 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 a person is feeling. I have to tell you when I came from Israel to Torvadas, I came from a yeshiva. I was in a yeshiva for five and a half years. I lived in this yeshiva. I was the yeshiva. I I belonged. Came to Torvadas. It was. I walked in, it was a sea of people, three, four hundred people. I felt like like a, a bug. I felt so small. I didn't know anybody. I'm sitting in the base vendors. I, I, I really didn't know anybody. Rabbi Rabbi Yosef Eisen, at the time he was he called himself Joey Eisen. Rabbi Eisen walks up to me, we're talking about 27 years ago, or more, 20, 29 years ago, walks to me, Shalom Aleichem, I'm Joey Eisen, you're new, what's your name? Can I get you something? Do you know where the soda machine is? This person, he sat on the other side of the base measure, Mamish, he picked up my vibes, sitting in the middle of the I was in the middle because I was sitting. He picked up my vibes and he, he took from his learning in the middle of the second Seder. He walked across to save my life. Yeah. I pass him Friday night. He's come going to show. I tell my kids the same story every Friday night. That's yeah. the person that saved my life. Because I was I was not young. I was twenty two years old. I was I was not a youngster. But I was in a foreign place. 
I was living in Israel for five and a half years. I come to America. I didn't get America. I didn't get the, the yeshiva. I didn't get the yeshiva system. I, I, I remember coming home. At 22 years old, I started to cry. So what are we doing here? I came home because I wanted to get married. I said, what are we doing here? I wanted to go back to Israel. And Joe, Rabbi, and I can't call him Joe, I said, Rabbi Eisen saved my life. Okay. And you know something? I get goosebumps thinking about it 27 years later. When you see a new kid come to your school, when there's a new kid in your class, you make sure you walk over to that kid and you make that kid feel welcome at home. You, 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 you make sure that that kid, don't be afraid, because that is Pikuach Nefesh. That is Pikuach Nefesh. You make a kid feel like they're accepted. You, you can't even imagine. You can't even imagine. Yeah. Okay, 718 Or if you're embarrassed, just to call, just text us 347 But there's nothing to be embarrassed about. Okay, uh, but I want to tell you that uh, if uh, you really, uh, this is approaching to all schools, to really all school, if you need somebody to talk in school, coming to the school, talk about it. Really, you can approach uh, Jewish Radio and uh, Dr. Right. Simcha, and uh, gladly, gladly, uh, will come J to talk about to address this issue. We certainly will. This, uh, I, I'm uh, taking you as, as a <laughs> the Jewish Radio has supportive, supportive programs for all their programs. In other words, it's not we're just not on the air. If you, you come to Jewish with the problem schools, we'll we'll help you deal with it. And 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 th this is. Even if it's if you feel that something needs exposure, you feel that something needs to be uh, brought out into the open, then this is a place to do it. We we're not afraid because we have a job, and this is what this is what we do. This is what we do. We we we, and this is you know it's it. This has always been my my passion in life because you know something I'm gonna I'm gonna say, and when I was when I was. 14 years old, I was thrown out of a yeshiva. I'm not going to say which yeshiva because I'm about to say really nasty things about the people who threw me out. And I'll never forget, the dormitory was very far from the beginning of, of, of from, the, from the front of the campus. And I had to take all my stuff and I had to schlep it to the front gate to leave. And I asked, did the taxi come in to my dormitory to pick me up? And he said, no. No. You know, you're going to, you need to walk out. I'll never forget the vision. I, I want to tell you, I just, I see your face. But, I see your face when you remember this. I'll it's... never forget. And I'll, you know what I didn't forget? I'll never forget that it was during lunchtime and nobody helped me. I was 14 years old with three huge suitcases. Everybody looked at me, and nobody helped me. Yeah. I, I couldn't go back. Two and a half years later, I had to go back for something. I couldn't go back. I, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't go back. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I, 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 I'm not a, a loser. 
I felt like the biggest loser in the world. And, and I could tell you, four years ago, I, I just had to deal with it. And I looked up the phone number of this rabbi. And I had it in my pocket. I said, am I going to call him? Am I not going to call him? I wanted to call him. I carried it around for like four months. Until I was able to tear it up and say, you know what, I don't have to call him. I consider myself a pretty healthy guy. But I needed to, Take and, you, and you were telling the story on a show I was listening to about a soldier of yours that called you up and found you because he went through trauma and he needed to oh, speak you to you. I listen to you all the time. <laughs> And he needed to speak to you. And he looked for you. Because how many years? 45 years later? 43 years. 43 years later. I was stunned, I tell you. I was stunned. But I'm telling you, I'm not. It's not because you, because it's these things stay with you forever. But on the other hand, on the other hand, I remember the first Mishnah that I learned when my brother... Avi in Israel learned to Mishnah with me and he gave me a dollar because I got it right. I, I remember that too. I remember my first Mishnah that I learned. My brother gave me a, a dollar when, when I was a little kid. A dollar once was worth something. I think one of my favorite people is on the online. Is, is it Laser? Uh, yeah, this is Laser. One of my favorite people. How are you? Baruch Hashem. How you doing? Baruch Hashem. Thank Hashem for everything. You know, we share a very good friend. Alan is is a very good friend of mine. Yes, him. Alan does every... He works so hard on Kinnitelver. He does the food. He works. He takes guys out. And he, and he tells me... Job he does a good job. Yeah, and he tells me you do too. So... Yeah, I do my own job. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. He tells me all about yeah. it. Anyway, so good to hear your voice. All right. Take care, Dr. Simpson. Thank you. Take care. Yeah. You know what? That it, it, every day we say, "Magbia Shafalim." No, I want to leave that out. Magbia Geim, Magbia Shafalim, Motzi Asirim, Hodet Amoisel Bahava. This is what Hashem does. Hashem, you know what? The the the. The, the the one of the one of the most powerful things of a Kodesh Baruch Hu is Moshe said to him, show me your kavod. So what did Hashem say? I can decide who I'm going to have Rachmanis on. It's up to me. It's my decision. I will have Rachmanis and someone you may think that this person needs to be put down. I decide. Because Kodesh Baruch Hu lifts up, lifts up those. So if anybody feels so down in the dumps, you think that Kodesh Baruch Hu is, 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 is abandoning you? No, he's not. All you have to do is you have to turn to him and you have to speak to him. That's all you have to do. You know, I was saying, we said in Silihot, 
which by the way, five o'clock was just too early for me. <laughs> I you started, did, uh, you, you, a week, you, you a week, was, a week. But then my wife was waking up too early, and it was getting too. It was messing up my schedule. But in the, in in the Sparadi Selichot, we say that Hashem who answers Yonah should answer me. Hashem who answers Moshe, and Hashem answers Yosef. So what? I was thinking, what is that? It's the same Hashem, just like He answered our forefathers. So answer me too, Simcha Cohen, right here, 2016. But what's the formula? You have to talk to Hashem. You have to turn to Hashem. Shouldn't think that the answer for bullying is only with with people around you. You could ask Hashem to help you too. And 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 Hashem helps. Hashem helps. No question. Okay, so we are back. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. How are you? Good. So I feel like there's too many tests, and I'm like, like I'm overwhelmed with homework, and it's like too much to test to study for. Oy, this is a big debate on whether there should be tests or not. The, the problem is... I understand tests, but like I have a homework test one day, a science test one day, a math test one day. It's like too much. So let me ask you a question. Is there any truth to the statement that if a kid listens in class, then they shouldn't have to study so hard for a test, or is that not, not true? It is true, but, like, also I have a tutor, so I miss things some days. And then I have to make it up, and it's very hard it's very to hard. also make up and then have 100 tests and then study at home. I, I, I sympathize with you because I'm a terrible test taker, and, and I really... I, I, I used to obsess about my tests and and I didn't, didn't necessarily do well on them. But unfortunately, that's a system. I could just tell you one thing. It does come to an end. Because eventually, you're going to realize that it's your personality and it's the things that you do and the way that you act and, 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 and your responsible activities that are how people are going to judge you. Right now, they have to show whether you know the material or not. That's not in any way an indication of who you are. And yeah, but, but like, I, I study, like, last night, like, because I have a science test on, on Monday. So so there's a lot of pages. So so I studied last night already. Um, I'm studying um, more tonight, and I have to study more tomorrow night. And then, like, what's the point? And then I have to study for Chumash also. So I have to study more Chumash. And then I have to study more math. I, I hear you. But so how do you do on your tests? Do you, do you, what, what's, your, what's your goal grade that you're looking to achieve? I want to get, like, in the 90s. I don't want to get a bad mark. The 90s? So you mean 80s is a bad mark? I don't know. Okay. I mean... That's, I that's one of the so problems. I study, so I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate the fact that you want to get in the 90s. I think that's very, very, very good. But but if it's going to destroy your life, then you know what? I mean, I have time. Like, I could study. But, like, like after a while, like, like you have too much studying to do. So, so I think that you're helping me make my point. So this is my recommendation. When I used to study a lot, so I would have a reward that I would say in my mind for myself that because I study, so I'm going to allow myself X, Y, Z, whatever. 
And I would like reward myself for studying because what I didn't want to feel like was that all I was doing was studying. So for me, it was like ice cream or something. It's like I'm a real foodie. But I'd say like, all right, so, you know, I'm going to study for the hour. But after the hour, I'm going to let myself have like something I really want to have or do something I really want to do. And this way, I didn't feel like I wasted my time. I felt like I, I worked up to, to, to getting what I wanted. All right? That's a suggestion. That's with anything. That we, we have to reward ourselves, I believe. I cannot talk about it. No. No, I'm not. <laughs> you're not. You're not a, a, an advocate of. I have a very difficult time with uh, homework. I'm talking about. Uh, I have a very difficult time with homework. I'm Studying and homework are two separate things. Uh, exactly. Study is study, and homework is homework. You know. You know what I tell my kids all the time. You're studying humash. No, you're not. You're learning. You're learning. Torah, you're learning. So if you think that you're getting scarf for learning, okay, it's for a test. But all you have to do is just flip one switch and say, I'm learning. I'm learning humash. So you get scarf for Talmud Torah. So that I get. So the person says, I don't want a chazar. I don't want to review. What are you talking about? You're getting scarf for Lima Torah. There's nothing greater than that. Science, I get that. Math, I definitely get that. Okay, there's a limited amount of time. I'm not saying it's not important, but you know, I think that the the the, the homework that's given in in, in 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 some English classes is is a little excessive. I think that in the younger grades, you have to make sure the kids know how to read and write, and and and, and they have to learn their fundamentals in arithmetic. It's very important to go over it with kids, but as kids get older. It gets a little excessive. It really does. Uh, I don't know if teachers agree with me, but some 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 of the some of the reports and stuff are like, although it it it's it's it, it's a debatable t subject. But I think kids need to breathe a little bit also. Okay, I think we have a call. <laughs> Sure. No, Hello. I just had a beautiful story to say. Hi, you're on the air. Yes, you were talking before. You were saying that we could have it also, uh, um, that people shouldn't bully, uh, boys could have and people shouldn't bully him. I just wanted to say a beautiful story. There was a boy who um, someone was bullying him, and he didn't want to snitch, but he also didn't, um, he didn't want to be bullied. So he came home, and he was diving away that... Uh, um, he shouldn't be bullied. His mother asked him, what is he doing? He was crying. He was saying, tell him. He said, uh, uh, someone's bullying him. He doesn't want to bull, uh, him to bully him, but he doesn't want to snitch. And he's asking Hashem. Hashem should be his bodyguard. Right. And uh, the way the story goes, that uh, the boy stopped bothering and never bothered him again. Wow. Uh, of course, we have to do a stylus and we have to... Um, and uh, this is, uh, all your techniques are wonderful, and uh, thumbs up for all your good work. I just uh, I appreciate so much the beautiful story. Huh? You know what? The beautiful story you told really, really says it all because Hashem is a kol yachol, and 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 you know, just like we tell our kids, if you need something, just tell us, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll take care of you. Hashem takes care of us. Hashem takes right. care of us. 
But the, but the, the part of the story, I, I emphasize that this boy didn't just, you know, expect it to come on a silver platter. He managed down the way, he put his heart and soul into it. hundred percent. You can't just say, and, oh, by and, the way, and, God. And, and, and then I think the story goes that when a neighbor heard the story, she said, she should have for her too. Yeah. <laughs> for something else, maybe she should have children or something. <laughs> I, I, I hear. I hear, but you should know. You said something that I want to address. And you used the word snitch. If a boy is victimized to the point where he's feeling so bad that he's crying at home, telling right. is not called snitching. That's called saving your life. That's pikuach nefesh. You know yes, what? Yes, like 100%. If a kid, if a kid, 100%. If a kid but, accidentally, but there are boys who, uh, who, who, who are afraid. Um, but, for, but you know what? Um, you know what? Lahavdil, I worked in Brookdale Hospital in the inner city. And I, 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 I think it's a story. If that yeah, would have not helped, I'm sure the parents would have done something but, but sooner or later. Do would have stepped in. But, you know, kids do feel right that down, way. They shouldn't feel The parents that way. saw that the boy had his own way. You know, let I think that, it, you know, I think that if the boy, the next boy that hears this, the girl that hears this, and Davin, while they're davening, they should understand that they, they should also, they should be able to tell a trusted person in the school Who's not going to go and make a big balagan and make a whole big upside down? Somebody that that they can trust and will have a, a, a an intelligent way of dealing with it. And and the schools have people like that. They do. But I, yeah, I love the story. I love the point, And thank you so much for calling. Thank, thank you very much for your show. Thank you, thank you. But you know, if a kid, I, this is for the kids out there. You are not snitching. If you tell a trusted individual that you are feeling horrible and that somebody's making you feel horrible and you are not snitching if you're saying that an adult makes you feel horrible. You're not snitching if you're saying that an adult is inappropriate with you. That's not called snitching. That's called standing up for yourself and that's called saving your own life. You can't be afraid. I'm not telling you you should take out billboards and go screaming you go to a responsible adult and you say, I need help. I need help. And there are plenty of adults that are there to help you. They'll, they'll, they're, they're willing to help you. And they're not going to make it. They're not going to act irresponsibly. They'll figure out how to do it without, without having you be the victim. But you can't, you can't be afraid. If somebody is making you feel bad, then you need to reach out. You need to reach out. It's 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 so important. You can't let it go, and 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 because if you let it go, then you just get used to it, and then it happens again and again and again, and it's it's just not something that you could do. Um, I think that that's very very key, and the same thing that you know, uh, I was once in a teacher's room, and there was one teacher that was asking me a question about this young kid that was not doing so well. I said, what do you think? She got like this grade. Should I give her this? I said, you know, maybe she said, I want to round the number up. I want to give her a few extra points to give her a B instead of a C. And said, what do you think? So we were talking about it. I said, the kid needs it. It'll help the kid. So another teacher stood up and said, that's the problem with you. You're always babying kids. That's why kids don't learn anything. So 
a few teachers said to this teacher, you're wrong. You're wrong. That's your mahalach. Do what you want. We want to do it this way. We want to be easier a little bit on our kids. We shouldn't be intimidated. We shouldn't be intimidated. We think that we think that we set a standard when we're tough and we're mean. That, that's no standard to set. There's no standard to set. It, 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 we, we have to be able to, to, to be wrong and not lose our, our, our kavod. Because if our kavod is only because we're right, then it's not kavod. It's not kavod. Because Hashem was able to hear from Moshe Rabbeinu, Yud Gimel Midot, and to calm down. The whole Yisod of the Yud Gimel Midot is Hashem was great enough to calm down. We deserve to be destroyed. We did Aigal Azahav. What kind of garbage is that? But Hashem said, it's not going to take anything away from who, what I am, to calm down and to give yeah, Rachmanis. But we're Baishanim, Rachmanim, Gomli Chasodim, as Gemara says. We have no choice. For me, it's not a question. For me, it's not a question. For me, I have always had the Cheshvan that if I want Hashem to have Rachmanis on me, I need to have Rachmanis uh, on, on I have a text I want to read. Uh, I'm a teacher and I disagree for a few reasons. The main one being that I want my students to be educated. It's very important for my eighth graders to keep their brains simulated and be well-rounded individuals. Okay. I don't think I'm against education, uh, yes, but if you, think that, that, if you think that I'm against education by what I'm saying, you're very, very wrong. I think that the only way to educate children is with compassion and with sensitivity. It's, no, no, but it's, we not we we believe in great stimulation that to bring the kids uh, the 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 higher level of brain usage and bringing that. But how you do it, you know, how you can you can force him, or you can bully him, or you can just give, let let him sit in the class. That his friend next to him bullying, he cannot concentrate and be get be smart. Even the most smart kids, he cannot observe the material of the classroom. In the minute, is something on his out, and, and this is something is very important. I I think that what 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 this person is also addressing is the homework and the in the work issue, and I think that what I I I agree that students that you want your students to be educated. However, I think that, and I'm and I'm sure that you do this without even realizing it, because if your children, if your students end up educated, then I'm sure you're doing it. But there are some teachers that over over emphasize certain things, and you want their brains to be stimulated. And if it's stimulating homework and if it's stimulating work, then 100 percent, 100 percent. But sometimes it begets. It gets very, very excessive. I know someone who had to learn the whole Orchus Tadikin by heart. And yeah. they can't even tell me if it's a Musar Sefer or if it's a Chumash. They don't remember anything. They said it by heart. That was punishment. Yeah, the, you know, it's, 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 I think that it's, 
But uh, but someone asked another. There's another trick. Everybody's against. You're right. There's so much awareness for bullies, but for the bully themselves, I love your text. Is everyone is so against bullies? There's so much of an awareness to help the victims. Is there any program to help the bullies too, or will they always remain the black sheep? I think that your 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 question is very valid, and I think that we are talking about when we do interventions for the for the kids that are bullied. And I did say this before that we have to help the bullies. We have to try and find out why the kids are bullying kids because that's very important because the, their their problem is probably more more serious than the victims. I, I believe. Because that's something that we, we have to really think about. And the truth is that if we're running interventions for for bullies, I think just accepting the bully and listening to them and not identifying them and not uh, 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 not not uh, uh, um, scapegoating them is the first way. When I used to run bully programs, I would not allow the bully to be identified. Because if the bully was identified, it would just create a reverse situation. But I have uh, to call this, and the time is flying. Our so. time is flying. Okay, hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm like to say, I'm more girl in high school, and I'd like to say that they do, like, I'm not just saying this because I'm just a regular high school kid. They just, girls do have too much homework that... Everybody will say this. Why, like, when Sarah Schneer made high school, like, a school, she wasn't thinking that it would go so far. Like, my mother's day, they didn't have so much homework. Like, don't you think that a woman should, a girl should just know how to, like, the halakos, basic halakos, and everything? Like, why does, like, do they have to know about chumash and, like, there's no basic chumash, but, like, at Who's extra things, at the Rashbam and the Ramban, like, they could know it as, like, extra education, but, like, they don't have to be tested on it, like, so much that I have to be up like till two o'clock memorizing last time that won't help them later on in life I, about reading kids. I understand what you're saying and I agree. And not every high school is like that. It's a question that I'm not going to stick my head into. Uh, I would, I would say, I would say, I, listen, I would say like this. But I know that the girls has a lot of homework. I know this, in fact, and depends on life and school. But uh, I, I would say that it has a very, very deep meaning, a deep purpose. I would say. The purpose to keep you out of trouble, ah, and and I'm I'm see it. It's working very nice. But you want to know something? As my my daughter's school, they have chesed programs and they have chesed, and my daughter's very busy with chesed. Okay, no, and, but, and no, there I, are other ways of keeping. Yeah, yeah, but I'm telling I'm telling you, in a certain in a certain girl, certain kids, it's working, and it's 100%. And, and it's working and it's keeping just, out of trouble. I mean, the, this uh, in time of Sarah Schneer. Uh, wasn't the same temptation what you have right now facing in 100%. the streets. 100%. Uh, and it was I, like the, the girls the girls wouldn't face the same situation what you've done. And I'm hoping that if you're learning the Rashbam, then you're getting something out of it. I am hoping. But thank you for your call. Thank you. Hi, you're on the air. Are you? Are you still on the air? I guess not. Okay. Um... So, we're, uh, we're well, about to wrap we, it up. Yes, you know, I, I, um, I was, I wanted to, I wanted to say that that we're going to be stepping up the program a little bit, and we're going to be like dealing with topics that are a little bit more hot buttoned, and because I had to think to myself, 
This is a responsibility that we have. This is a responsibility that I have. I like to be parv. I like to be parv. But you know what? There's no place for it. We need to deal with hot topics and we need to like raise we need to raise awareness and that's what we're gonna be doing. So don't be afraid. You have an issue issue, call it in, we'll deal with it, we'll talk about it. This is uh this is for kids about kids. That's what it is. Right. I learned the most from listening to my kids talk. Yeah, that's, that's a different part of it. 100%. So, um, I'm not the same I was 15 minutes ago. That's right. That's right. That's, that's what it's all about. Okay, this is Uncle Cohen signing off at 8.59, and we will, till next week, uh, uh, 9 o'clock, exactly. Okay, have a great week. Parsha Noah.